Hello and welcome to the podcast, Discipleship in Challenging Times. Today we are continuing in Isaiah. We've been looking at Isaiah 9 over the last few days, but we now move on to Isaiah chapter 11 and verses 1 to 10. These are further verses which speak of the coming of the Lord Jesus, and they are appropriate indeed for this time of Advent. We pray together. Lord, we praise you for this season of active waiting and great anticipation and wonderful, irrepressible hope, hope that can't be pushed to one side, hope that will not be denied. Lord, we thank you and we praise you that that hope is focused on our Lord Jesus, who we know as Saviour and Lord. Come to us by the Holy Spirit today and teach us more about these things, we pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. So Isaiah 11, verses 1 to 10. Isaiah chapter 9 is well known from carol services and other services which take place earlier in the time of Advent. And Isaiah 11 also fits into that category. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, the young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. Once again, so, so powerful. And even just now, as I have reread those words myself, I have sensed their power and their truth and their relevance. 
And I pray that you will have sensed it too. Sometimes it's true that all we really need to do is read God's word and to bask in it. And you may just want to press pause as you listen and do that. I will offer the planned reflection, but if you want to just sit with God's words and marinate in the words, as it were, ruminate on them as a cow chewing the cud, then that is fine by me. For those who want something more, here is today's reflection. And it begins by talking about a plant that I nearly killed, which seems to be, praise God, reviving. I've never been that good with plants, and I'm trying to get a lot better. And in our house, my wife Cheryl is very keen on plants, and we have them popping up all over the place. When we were clearing out her flat, when she was getting ready to move across following our marriage, I picked up a plant from the windowsill in the kitchen, thought this is dead, and threw it in the bin. This was a mistake because the plant was a special gift from Cheryl's daughter, Hannah, and it wasn't dead. It was almost dead in my defence. It looked pretty weedy and struggling, and yet there was still life. And so we retrieved it from the bin. I apologised. We repotted the plant and we sought to try and revive it. It really did look to me as very much a layman in plant terms, as if the plant had had it. And yet, amazingly, even though it's not the growing season, something is beginning to happen, something is beginning to flourish. A new leaf is beginning to appear, a new shoot indeed. We see here in this passage a similar image a plant that seems to be finished. It's just a a stump. It's just a sort of unattractive thing in the ground, maybe with some roots, uh, but very little activity. But under God's hand, a shoot appears. And what we see and what we recognise as these verses unfold is that the shoot that grows up in unpromising soil is the Lord Jesus himself. And as our verses come to an end, verses 9 to 10, this tiny shoot has had global influence, indeed cosmic influence. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. It's overarching, it's total, it's powerful, and yet it begins with this small shoot. One thing to learn from this reflection is a book by a guy called Schumacher called Small is Beautiful. It's about economics, but it also reflects something of the economics of God's kingdom. Jesus is born as a baby at Bethlehem, laid in the manger, an animal's feeding trough. Wrapped tightly in swaddling bands, he is unable to feed himself, clothe himself, defend himself from attack. So small. 
as the hymn says, God contracted to a span, incomprehensibly made man. But this baby would grow and would win salvation for all who believe. The cross, the resurrection, the ascension into heaven, Jesus seated at the right hand of the Father, the Holy Spirit descending on the people of God, Jesus coming again to judge the living and the dead, and the earth indeed being filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. From small beginnings, from a a tiny shoot springing up out of the stump of Jesse, something wonderful, powerful, earth-shattering, cosmic, world-changing is taking place. We rejoice in what God has done and is doing. And we also, I believe, see a spiritual principle that we can apply to our own lives as disciples. Small is beautiful. If we honour God in the small things, then God multiplies what we give spoken before in these podcasts of the story of the boy with the loaves and fishes, very, very little, handing them to Jesus. And in Jesus's hands, they are multiplied and they are multiplied and they're multiplied so that they are enough to feed a vast multitude. From small beginnings, great things come. I encourage you, as I encourage myself today, to be faithful in the small things, in the little things, in the seemingly inconsequential things. To be ready to say a word of kindness, to show patience in a difficult situation, to show love to the loveless, to reach out in small ways to the least, the last and the lost. As we offer God what we have, He is able to take it and bless it and multiply it. The shoot can become a plant, can become a great tree, can have huge significance and influence. Who knows how God is going to use your small offering for him today. What he wants is our availability and willingness We offer it to him now and pray that he would bless and pray that he would multiply. We come to our God in prayer now. I'm aware that some people listen to this podcast, engage with it last thing at night. And so I do apologize for the times when I say this morning, It may be this evening for you, it may be this afternoon, whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast. I'm going to pray that God would take what we offer to him and multiply it. Maybe today, or maybe that God would do that tomorrow when you wake up, when you move into a new day. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you and praise you for the Lord Jesus that he came from a tiny shoot and had this cosmic significance. We rejoice. 
We rejoice indeed with this great and grand and sweeping verse. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. We see the grand narrative of salvation. We see where history is heading. The nations will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. We praise him for the Lord, for all he has done. We praise you, Lord, for all that you have done in sending Jesus. And we pray now for ourselves that as we offer you something that just seems so small, so insignificant, so inconsequential, the little things that you call us to do, Lord, we pray that you would take these things and like with the boy with the loaves and the fish, you would multiply and multiply and multiply so that our small offering, blessed as it will be by you, is used by you mightily in the work of your kingdom. Lord, we're willing. We don't feel able, but we're certainly willing. And we pray that you would fill us afresh with the Holy Spirit for today and tomorrow. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.